AV work I got into when I quit my um my day job to do this full time. Like at the time, I was I only had like a few gigs on the weekends just to do uh, bars and clubs, and I did like Uber on the side and also um, AV gigs on like maybe two or three a week. I also did uh, corporate audio visuals, so I learned oh, how yeah. to. Um, I, I used to be the that the, the guy that used to come into, uh, you know, like hotels, fancy hotels, big mm-hmm. auditoriums, and they used to show us a floor plan. They used to say, "We want uh, X amount of subs here, X amount of speakers here, and we want them um, daisy chained, or we want a, a uh, uh, we want an Ethernet from X room to this other room at this at this uh, conference." So. Doing that for a lot of years, I learned um, speaker placement, speak, uh, speaker, uh, you know, like how, how much it, it shoots out. I can't yep. think of the words right now for some reason. Um, uh, yeah, so I, I learned learned about speaker placement um, from doing AV gigs. I, I learned a lot from doing AV. And AV, I did AV, um, AV work I got into when I quit my... Um, my day job to do this full time like at the time i was i only had like a few gigs on the weekends just to do uh bars and clubs and i did like uber on the side and also um av gigs on like maybe two or three a week but those but from there i i started doing av work monday through friday and sometimes the whole weekend mm. just doing doing that type of work has shown me a lot about um audio speaker placement and also showed me how little djs and musicians know about sound that too like i yeah, yeah. i thought i knew i thought i knew sound when i when i was uh when i first started out i'm like oh yeah I'm, i got experience I, i'm getting into this i did have experience i did i didn't know some things as any dj does as far as sound but when you actually yeah. start getting into the science behind it you realize DJs and musicians don't know jack shit about sound. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, I'm, I'm one of them, and, and I I went to grad school for uh, like sound <laughs> recording. To it. I still, <laughs> well, see, I, mean, that's I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't finish, but you know, I entered grad school for. But yeah, I don't, I know a little bit, but yeah, I, I don't know the science. But, I, I but that's that's that, that's different. <laughs> Record like recording is completely different than at a live setting. So you did, I'm sure you did learn, you know, something from that. So yeah. but when you put it when you when it's a, in a live setting, it's uh it's a little bit different, and it's it's also a lot of trial and error too. Like, um yeah, it's it's trial and error really. But uh, yeah, most of that I learned from uh work working as a freelancer for uh, audio visual companies in pretty much the tri-state area. Okay, no, very mm-hmm. dope, man. Mm-hmm. So we're we're in an era where the the song requests are are coming in hostile, man. I mean, they're coming in with the phones. I mean, they're just all up in your face. I need to know, how do you handle a song request, man? So, uh, all right. So request, I used to see that a lot more when I used to do bars and clubs and weddings, not so much. And it it could be just because the times have changed or I think I just got better at reading the room, if you will. Like, I, I don't. I don't know. I rarely get the, the phone in front of your face and like play this right now. <laughs> I I kind of already assume that's what they're gonna ask for mm, three okay. songs before they even come up to me. So I already I already took care of the request without them asking, if you will. Um. So yeah, I just I just I I you know like they say you keep one ear in your booth and one ear out on the dance floor, or in this case your eyes. So I I try to 
pay attention on, like every DJ does, you know, just reading the room. I try to pay attention to who's on the room um, and seeing what I think they would react to. And then that way I don't get that many requests. So I, I, I'm fortunate enough, I guess, where I, I, I don't have the phone in front, in front of your face most of my, uh, <laughs> most of my gigs. But if, if I do, if that, that is the case, if I, if I, if I'm bomb, bombing a, tra- uh, a set and I'm not playing what the crowd wants and I'm getting that phone every second, um, I just tell them, um, you know, we'll play it event. I'll play it eventually. That's it. You'll get to hear it eventually if they say, uh, we're leaving now. I'm like. Okay, leave that. Fine, that's fine. That's fine with me. Yeah, this, this, is, this is for a bar and club. This is not for a wedding. This is for a bar and club. Yeah. Right. So if, if, if they say, "Hey," uh, t- I tell them, uh, "Yeah, I'll play it eventually," and say, "I'm leaving right now." Like, well, I'm sorry, I'm not playing it right now. Like, I'll I'll play it for you, but we're not playing that right now. I'm not playing. I'm not playing Mr. Brightside at a bar at ten at peak hour. You know, like we're not doing it. Right. It, it, it is. It is a hype track. It is a song mm-hmm. where you where you know everyone reacts to everyone's drunk. That you, you want to save that for for the last or some the last fifteen minutes at a bar or club right. when everyone's you know dipping or, or whatever. That's when you save that track for. So I tell them, yeah, I'll play your song. Just give me a minute to to mix it in. And if they get very um, if they get a I don't know antsy or they get impatient, um, you know that that that's on them. They're gonna hear the song eventually, but they gotta they. They gotta wait, pretty much. I'll, I'll play. I'll play the song where I think best fits. I'm not. I'm not catering to uh, one person to ruin the entire dance floor. Right. <laughs> right. You want to focus on the dance floor and take care of that one person eventually. When 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 the time is right, if you will. Yeah.